live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. and welcome you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV this is live from America and I am your ever so humbled God fearing and God loving host of the show Jeremy Harrell the hip hop patriot and of course we're always broadcasting live from the live free or die granite state in New Hampshire I got my producer my brother from another mother producer Eli and we are geared up for one heck of a live from America as always as always, big shout out to Sean Farish and Ungoverned that aired right before this. What a great interview he had. We're not only winning the culture war, we're winning every war. Better believe it. And right here on LFA TV, you're on the tip of the spear. Good morning, Lenny. God bless you, my brother. You're at the tip of the spear. Terry is at the tip of the spear. Nick Ratiff is at the tip of the spear. Irod Carr and Karen Mel, Kayla and Calpurnia, you're at the tip of the spear. Brad Burgess, Lisa Nockhan, tip of the spear. Dale, da- uh, Dale, how you doing? Tip of the spear. Miguel L. Uh, Ortiz in the building. God Chick and Mama Rhett, how you doing? Cat Lover is in the building. Dana from New Hampshire, Tom is here. Jay Miles and Funkhausers is in the building. Calpurnia is here. Suzanne Vermontis is in the building. We've got Mabel and Barbara. How you doing, Barbara? And Angel Eyes is here. You're all tip of the spear, people. And you know what? There's not many of us left, but it only took 3% to start fighting back the British. So are you that tip of the spear, 3% kind of patriot? I know I am. Are you that full armor of God wearing soldier of God, child of God, brother and sister in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior? I know I am. So with all that said, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I'll tell you who's not any of those things. Chris Krispy Kreme Christie. Jeremy, why do you give this guy airtime? I'll tell you why. After we play the video, roll it. And Donald Trump needs to work for this nomination. If he becomes the nominee, do y'all become friends again? Does he offer you a cabinet post again? Do y'all clean this up if he becomes the nominee? I don't think so. It's yes or no, fat boy. Some of the the stuff he's called me um, over the last few months... Um, I don't think that's going to happen, and and I, that's sad, but it is the truth of the matter, and it's his doing. But you're not closing the door to voting for him. I'm, no, I'm saying I can't support him. I you can't. Su- you won't vote. For I him. can't support either Save one of vote. them. Okay. Not Biden or Trump because they're not competent and qualified to be president for different reasons. Joe Biden, predominantly because of his age and what we've seen on TV. And Donald Trump needs to work for this if nomination. He becomes the all right, all right. So there you go. Chris Krispy Kreme Christie, the chaos candidate out there. All of them are actually, outside of maybe two or three Republican candidates for president, all of them are doing one or two things, um, trying to get a cabinet position or they're out there just to cause chaos for Trump. And do you know the ones that are mad that he's not showing up to the first d- debate? They're the ones that are there to cause chaos for Trump. That is all Chris Christie's here to do. So you've got these big mega establishment donors uh, paving the way for Job of the Hut to be a chaos candidate. They pay him in donuts, actually. They don't pay him in money. They pay him in donuts, okay? And he says that I'm not voting for either, or I can't support either one. He, he didn't say I won't vote for, right? He didn't say I won't vote for. 
And then he said, I just don't think that'll happen. I just don't think that'll happen. Some of the names he's called me. It's either yes or no. It's either yes or no. It either is or it isn't, right, Eli? It's either yes or no. And stop using the word support when the guy asked you, are you going to vote? This just goes to show you he's a chaos candidate. He will bend the knee. He will bow down to President Trump. President Trump is an alpha. Chris, 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 Krispy Kreme Krispy, uh, Christie is a, uh, is a beta. And uh, he'll do exactly what he did in 2016 when Trump beat the brakes off him and the rest of the Republican Party then. But the guy is showing who he really is. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about something that everybody's dying for me to talk about. And they're like, why aren't you talking about this? Why aren't you talking about this? And I'll tell you why. Because it can't be proven. But it sure is suspicious. Rumors are floating around that when Trump was here in New Hampshire the other day, many, 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 many pictures were taken of what appeared to be what we know as the nuclear football. And I have to tell you, I'll dig up the pictures for you later. I didn't have them ready for this show uh, because somebody just reminded me of it again. But I have to tell you, it does look like it. Now, I don't know if it is or not. There's no way of knowing. We can only speculate. But it's the same bag with the same tag. The same bags with the same tags, ladies and gentlemen. So again, I'm not this, I'm not gonna be that guy. I'm not gonna be the conspiracy theorist, even though a lot of them come true. But it does look like it to me that he's that he had the nuclear football when he was here in New Hampshire. Same bags with the same tags. Now, that's a cute thing, and that's a uh, uh but I gotta say, you know, a picture's worth a, a thousand words, and the pictures sure look like it. I'll tell you that. Now, again, does it really matter? I mean, no. Would it, would it back up the fact that Trump says, I can tell you everything that's going to happen? I can tell you everything that's going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Not if, but when. Sure does back it up. I'll tell you that. It is odd. Everybody's been wanting me to talk about it, but I have not talked. To, I, I, I just not. It's not something that it's not news to me, right? It's not something that I can prove or not prove. It's only speculation. It's only speculation. People say, what is the nuclear football? The nuclear football is basically the finger on the button at all times. It is the case in which uh, President Trump could, or any president, could start nuclear war from anywhere on the planet at any time. So that's what it is. Now, again, this goes back to valid or support the fact that Trump has always been president, that he's got the, the military under his control and all that. I'm not getting into all that because I don't, <laughs> nothing would surprise me these days. But the bag did look like it. I'll tell you that. It sure did look like it. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um, we everybody's been asking if we're going to be in South Carolina, in South Carolina for the Trump rally, um, because we're covering Trump rallies now. We will not be in South Carolina for the Trump rally, only because it is 4th of July weekend. And literally everybody in LFA TV has plans already and nobody could sit and actually facilitate doing an entire day's live uh, at a Trump rally, okay? However, we will be at the next one whenever that is announced, God willing, okay? So uh, people have been asking that, but there's going to be many more Trump rallies to come, so make sure you're glued to LFA TV. And we are now very, very deep in with the New Hampshire Trump rally campaign. So every time President Trump comes to New Hampshire uh, over the next year and a half, we will be there. Okay. Paul and Gracia says, I'm eating dinner with Andrew Tate in two hours. That's incredible, my friend. Great job. Um, and, uh, you know, ask him the real questions, right? And get the real answers. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't get a newsletter out today, but we had one heck of a rise up this morning, and we're going to go to Deuteronomy, okay? We're going to go to Deuteronomy and uh, 1915, and I'm going to tell you what. The Bible tells us what we're supposed to do with these people that are persecuting Donald Trump. The Bible gives righteous men and women, children of God, brothers and sisters in Christ, God gives us the ability to um, administer righteous judgment here on earth. He does do that. And God tells us what we're supposed to do with these people who are bringing false witnesses and false testimony and false accusations and false um, charges against Donald J. Trump. Are you ready for this? Here we go. 
One witness shall not rise against a man concerning any iniquity or any sin that he commits. By the mouth of two or three witnesses, the matter shall be established. Now, there's a reason for that. It's because they don't, I mean, one person is easy to lie. But to have two or three or more witnesses all saying the same thing, well, then there's some validity there to that truth, okay? If a false witness, this is where you want to really kind of put this around Donald Trump. If a false witness, where was I there? There it goes. If a false witness rises against any man to testify against him of wrongdoing, then both men in the controversy shall stand before the Lord and before the priests and the judges who serve in those days. So that means even today. Okay? And the judges shall make careful inquiry. And indeed, if the witness is a false witness, Adam Schiff, Liz Cheney, Mitt Romney, Benny Thompson, Jerry Nadler. If any is a false witness who has testified falsely against his brother, then you shall do to him as he thought to have done to his brother. So you shall put away the evil from among you and those who remain shall hear and fear and hereafter they shall not again commit such evil amongst you your eyes shall not pity life shall be for life eye for eye tooth for tooth hand for hand foot for foot now also if you go back to the old testament and you did anybody wrong financially or stole from them you not only had to give them back what you took but you had to give back double. Now why were these rules and laws in place? Why were these rules and God, uh, laws given to man by God? It was so that other people would not rise up in that evil doing and everybody would see that justice was coming. What does Trump always say? Justice is coming. What else does he say? The best is yet to come. Do you know that two things that God says over and over in the Bible, besides do not fear, justice is coming, vengeance is mine, and the best is yet to come. Justice is coming, vengeance is mine, and the best is yet to come. Donald Trump has been saying every one of those things since January 20th of 2021. He's actually been saying the best is yet to come even back into 2020 after they stole the election. And God is not going to let this go unpunished for much longer. Justice is coming. And you get to be here to help administer it. Swift justice, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. If you're just joining in, I'm going to humbly ask that you just like the video. It's just a quick thumbs up. We have 3,400 people already watching on Rumble. All glory to God. Thank you for being here. Let's see if we can do our part, and let's see if we can get back up to the 4,500, 5,000. Now, how do you do that? You just take the link if you're watching on your, uh, your computer or your laptop, and you just take that link, and you pop open Facebook, you pop open Truth, you pop open Telegram, and you pop open Getter, and you just post that link on all of them. And if you have any groups, you do it there. And if you're on your mobile phone, you just quick click the share button, and it'll share directly. It'll bring up all of your other social medias, boom, 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 just like that. Swift justice, swift sharing, and we'll get this stuff out there. Let's go to the Lord in prayer now. In Jesus' name, let's all remove our hats, bow our heads, and pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And moreover, we thank God for bringing us back on that, on that narrow path, right? We fall off that narrow path so very much, ladies and gentlemen. So very much. Again, I want to thank you all for being here. We're going to get to the first slurp of the day, but no coffee for me right now. It's Field of Greens time, baby. So while we're having this first slurp of the day, let me pop up on a side-by-side here, something that you guys um, all could benefit from, especially if you have kids and grandkids, and that is the Kid's Guide to Donald Trump. The Kid's Guide to Common Sense, Policies, Procedures, and Laws. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have our first slurp of Field of Greens. 
Incredible. Incredible. Gotta love that field of greens. Help your kids learn the truth about Donald J. Trump and celebrate America with this free, let me repeat, free patriotic gift bundle from co-founder Mike Huckabee as well, ladies and gentlemen. This gift is absolutely free for 30 days. If you want to continue it after that, you can make that decision in any, in any fashion that you wish. But you can get this kid's guide today. It has It's 30 days of free access to over 48,000 books, magazines, videos, and more. And it's the Kid's Guide to Donald Trump. And it's just one of many uh, Kid's Guide's titles from Mike Huckabee that help children learn about important subjects that schools refuse to teach. So how can you help your kids? How can you have this curriculum in your home that the schools are not going to give them? JeremyForTrump.com. I'm going to put it in the chat right now. It's very simple. It is JeremyForTrump.com. Boom, there it is. JeremyForTrump.com. Check it out today. Okay, first and foremost section. It's time to call some House representatives, folks. It's time to call our House representatives. I told you we were going to do this today. And we're going to start alphabetically in the Republican side in Alabama. And when I said alphabetically, I meant state by state alphabetically. We have one, two, three, four, five, six Republicans from the state of Alabama. And we're going to call them all right now. Maybe not all of them. Maybe we'll call three a day, a three every show. We're going to call them. And what are we going to demand? And I want you guys to do this too. Okay? I want you to do this too. What are we going to demand? Well, yesterday I thought, you know what? It would be nice if we all started calling by the thousands to demand that um, Merrick Garden Gnome Garland get brought before Congress to testify before September. But I have a better idea. I say we all call and we ask for a motion to vacate. No, let me say that again. I say we all call and demand for a motion to vacate. We have no faith, not only in our leadership, but we have no faith in Kevin McCarthy anymore. He should not, I repeat, he should not have turned on Donald J. Trump. Now, reports are that Donald Trump, and uh, he called Donald Trump and said he was sorry, that the media took it out of context. We know that, and we know better than that. So the first one we're going to call is um, Jerry Carl. Now, Jerry Carl is a Republican. He is from Alabama, from the district, uh, the first district. And he's also on the Appropriations and Natural Resources Committee. Now, if we can have some fast fingers here, I need everybody to put this number in the chat. It is 202-225-4931. That is 202-222, or excuse me, 225-4931. This is Jerry Carl. Let's call him first. Don't know who he is? Never even heard of the man. But guess what? He's a representative. He's getting the call. 202-225-4931. Representative Carl, we're going to put this. We're going to, I'm going to um, turn up the microphone quite a bit so you can hear the speakerphone. Take off my headphones. Yes, hi. I was wondering, uh, this is uh, Jeremy Harrell, uh, LFA TV. We were wondering if we could uh, speak with uh, Congressman Carl or have a um, uh, message delivered on behalf of us and our audience. So he's actually unavailable, um, but I can give you an email or I can also take down some information from you and we will email you. Yeah, that'd be great. If you could just take down some information, that would be wonderful. Okay, sounds good. Give me one second. Okay. My name is Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y. Last name is Harrell, H-E-R-R-E-L-L. Okay, and what organization are you from? LFA TV. Okay, and what's an address for the um, organization? Um, I'd rather not give that. It's, it's, I'll just say it's in New Hampshire. And we're basically what our message uh, is and, and, and reason for calling today is that we would like to uh, express our um, sincere request that uh, the members of Congress support a motion to vacate that we expect to be coming soon of House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. And we're about 10,000 people strong live on air right now. 
I said we're about 10,000 people strong listening live right now, and we are demanding that representatives uh, back the motion to vacate. And she ended the call. She ended the call, ladies and gentlemen. Turn down the mic a little bit. She ended the call. As soon as I said we were live, she ended the call. That, ladies and gentlemen, was Jerry Carl. So if you want to call Jerry Carl and ask why they ended the call, I guess that would be next. Keep sharing the video, folks. We need more out there. Next, we're going to call this number. You ready for this? So that's Jerry Carl. Somebody make sure that they keep that in the chat thread. Jerry Carl, obviously not a friendly. They don't like that. Hung up on me. Here we go. Here's the next one. Barry Moore. That's M-O-O-R-E. Barry Moore, representative of Alabama's second district. And agricultural and judiciary committees is what Representative Barry Moore is on. So we're going to call Representative Barry Moore now. Here's the next number for you guys. Here we go. 202-225-2901. That is 202-225-2901. This time I will not tell them we're live on air. I think that's what made her... Uh, shut me off, but uh, we'll just call. And if we do this by the thousands, then they can't stop us anyway. Representative Barry Moore, here we go. Good morning. Thank you for calling Congressman Moore's office. Can I have your name and where you're calling from today? Yes, you can. It's Jeremy Harrell calling from New Hampshire. Perfect. And how may I help you today? Well, I'm actually just calling. Um, I'm you know part of part of about 10,000 people that are calling around today to, to, to demand that our reps uh, actually get behind a motion to vacate uh, that t- we expect to come soon for Speaker McCarthy. So we'd just w- like to, uh, to, to pass that request on to uh, Representative Moore that they get behind the motion to vacate for Speaker McCarthy as we've lost all faith in him. Yes, sir. I understand. I'll make sure this gets passed along to the congressman for you. Uh, thank you very much for doing that. The last person hung up on us, so we appreciate that. You too. Thank you very much. God bless. Okay, everybody. So that was Representative Barry Moore. Now, they were actually very nice. Now, will they pass it along? Probably not if I just call. But if thousands of people call, they'll pass it along just fine. All right, let's call one more. Let's call one more. And this is Representative Mike Rogers from the 3rd District of Alabama. And he is on the Appropriations Committee. Okay? Now, again... You, remember, you know who gives these people these committee assignments? It's the Speaker of the House. And they love their committee assignments. Ask Marjorie Taylor Greene. So the fact of the matter is, unless we call them by the thousands, they're not going to do anything. You guys got to call them too. Here we go. Representatives Mike Rogers, 202-225-3261. That's 202-225-3261. Representative Mike Rogers, Alabama's 3rd District. Here we go. Yes. Hi, my name is Jeremy Harrell. I'm actually calling to uh, see if we can uh, I can put in a request uh, for Representative Mike Rogers to back a future motion to vacate of Speaker McCarthy. Uh, I could pass that along. That would be really incredible. But most people won't pass it along because, you know, going against the grain. But uh, I run a network of about 50,000 strong overall, and we're all requesting that our representatives get behind this future motion to vacate. We've lost all faith in Speaker McCarthy. Absolutely. I'll pass that along, too. Thank you for calling. Hey, thank you very much. God bless you, sir. (laughs) You can tell they're not happy. They don't like when we the people call them. They don't like when we the people. Seems like the microphone's a little loud here. They don't like when we the people call them. And the reason why they don't like when we the people call them, ladies and gentlemen, is because they're absolutely deathly afraid of us and they don't think that we should have any say-so in Washington, D.C. So you can also email these folks, too. I think the more we reach out to them, the better, folks. We don't even have 4,000 people watching. If you guys could help share real quick. And if you've not liked the video yet, please, 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 please get your fingers ready and like the video. Now, tonight, uh, actually tomorrow, we'll do it during the daytime. We'll call three more from Alabama, the next three, and that is Robert Aderhoft, Dale Strong, and Gary Palmer. Those are the next three that we're going to call, and we got to keep it up, folks. We want a motion to vacate. Maybe this will prompt a motion to vacate as well, okay? All right, moving on, folks. 
Pressure is growing. See, we're talking about pressure, putting pressure on these people. Pressure is growing for the judge in the Hunter Biden misdemeanor now case um, to reject the charges. And folks, this is how the left does it. You wonder why the left wins so much? Number one, they take all their small battles and they don't look for the, for the major war to win, okay? And they take every battle they can get. Number two, they put pressure. And they literally convict every one of us and every one of our friendlies in D.C., if there are any there, they literally convict them in the court of public opinion. And that is how they win nonstop all the time. We need to do the same thing. If we called those three people, Jerry Carl, Barry Moore, and Mike Rogers, by the thousands of people that are watching right now and demand that they get behind a motion to vacate Speaker McCarthy, well, ladies and gentlemen, it might just happen. It might just happen. Because the left is very successful at it. And they don't like when you call them that much. Now, this judge. Now, I, I, do not, um, I do not condone or I do not suggest calling and trying to pressure a judge. But there are ways to pressure judges to at least follow the law without making it look like you're trying to interfere in the case. And right now, the best bet to do that is to pressure representatives to pressure the judges. Pressure's growing on the judge to reject the Hunter Biden plea deal amid evidence of DOJ interference, which we know there was many, many, many times that the DOJ interfered in this investigation. Now, Alan Dershowitz, who's a pedophile uh, and who hung out with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, anybody who hung out multiple times with Jeffrey Epstein is a pedophile or a pedophile sympathizer. However, he is smart on the law. (laughs) He doesn't follow it. But he says, if I were the judge in the Hunter Biden case, I would refuse to accept the plea bargain. Didn't we say that? Eli, did we not say that last week? Reject the plea bargain. They do not have to accept the plea bargain. And since last week, when LFA TV called for them to reject the, for the judge to reject the plea bargain, now, ladies and gentlemen, pressure in Congress is now growing. Legal and media circles surrounding this federal judge in the Hunter Biden case are calling on him to reject the plea deal that would spare the first son from serving prison time after much evidence has emerged from two IRS whistleblowers now that more serious criminal tax crimes. We're, prote- we're, uh, we're sabotaged by the DOJ before they got to charging the crackhead first son of the, hunt, uh, of, of, the, of the resident. Second son, actually, first son dead. I don't understand how any judges could bless this p- plea agreement now that all this evidence of obstruction and DOJ and FBI wrongdoing has surfaced, said Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. So I hope this judge does reject this and then insists and demands on an honest investigation and an honest prosecution as well. I agree. I agree. Senator Chuck Grassley said the same thing. Can we get Kevin McCoward to do it? Can we get MTG to do it? No. These people just care about their money, their money, their money, their money. Deuces of growth. I'm not sure why you're putting MTG 17 million times in there, but she's letter M in the alphabet. So we're going to get to her much later. Okay. Not calling her today. We're going through the alphabet. We're calling every state. I know it's going to take a while. I know it's going to take a while. But MTG has been ducking me ever since she has turned to the dark side. Okay? So Hunter, so Hunter this, uh, the, I, I hope the pressure works. But do you know how you pressure these federal judges? Don't do it yourself. You'll probably be arrested, thrown in a gulag. Okay? But what you do want to do is pressure your representatives. That is what they're there for. They have lived far too long without public um, scrutiny from us, the people that they're supposed to represent. We are now approaching 4,000 people watching live. I want to thank you all very much for being here. Hit that rumble button. Now, another Hunter's case that we need to talk about is Hunter Biden has just given a deposition in the civil lawsuit brought by the laptop repair shop owner. Again, this is us keeping them on their heels. The more we uh, dig in and push forward, the more they fall back. Today, this morning, Hunter Biden gave a deposition as part of the civil lawsuit brought by Delaware Computer Repair Shop owner John Paul Mac Isaac. Now, Mac Isaac filed this defamation lawsuit against Hunter Biden in October of 2022. In March, Biden, whose father is the resident Joe Biden, filed a countersuit alleging Mac Isaac 
to whom he brought a laptop in 2019 for repairs, illicitly distributed Biden's data from the computer hard drive. We all know that the computer became his after a certain amount of time, which was signed off by the crackhead himself. He was probably high on meth when he did that and doesn't remember doing it. A news report in 2020 detailed Mac Isaac saying a man he believed to be Biden had dropped off three laptops at his Wilmington store, but only one was salvageable. While repairing that laptop, Mike, um, Mac Isaac said he discovered disturbing material. Mac Isaac says he was unable to contact the customer and the hard drive was reportedly turned over to the FBI, which they hid. But thank God he had more copies and Rudy Giuliani ended up with it and Project Veritas ended up with it and National File ended up with it and New York Post ended up with it. And then, you know, the rest of the story so he gave his first deposition let's pray that mac isaac wins now before we go to a break there's two more quick stories i want to talk about number one sean ferris just had a man in there talking about phantom voters on his show ungovernable before this show you need to go back and watch that because we're talking about wisconsin let's stay on wisconsin Because now the election integrity for Wisconsin might be moving forward because in a stunning move, the Wisconsin Republicans have now voted to start the removal process of the administrator of elections. Now, the problem with Wisconsin GOP is that we have Robin Voss in the way who's always going to be um, a thorn in the side of the GOP um, in Wisconsin. Less than 15 hours after Wisconsin Democrats openly defied state election law on the Wisconsin Election Commission to ignore state election law, the Wisconsin Republican-controlled state Senate voted uh, Wednesday night, late Wednesday night, June 28th, to start the process of removing the uh, administrator of elections, Megan Wolf, whom we've covered extensively here on LFA TV. With a party-line passage of Senate Resolution 3, The approved resolution will now be sent to the Republican-controlled Wisconsin State Senate Committee and shared revenue, elections, and consumer protections for a hearing. Once the committee hearing is complete, an executive session for the committee will be scheduled to vote. Then the bill will be sent to the Senate floor for a full vote with the probability of an extraordinary session of the Senate being called that does not require the approval of the governor's office at all. So that's huge. That is huge. The governor's office cannot veto the action of the state Senate. Let me repeat that. In Wisconsin, the governor's office cannot veto the action of the state Senate. So hopefully this process will be completed before the end of July. The progressive liberal Democrats thought they had pulled off a fast one on Wisconsin voters with their shameful behavior by abdicating their responsibility to make a recommendation on the administrator position that has the current four-year term expiring July 1st, 2023 by keeping the current administrator in place indefinitely by daring anybody to sue them. So the Republican-controlled Senate said, ah, hold my beer. We're going to do something else, and we're going to cut the governor right out of the process. Boom. This should happen in every state. Let's keep Wisconsin in our prayers. And one more thing about Hunter Biden real quick. Do you remember when I reported for you, I believe it was Monday morning, that Joe Biden had a secret globalist phone that was paid for by Hunter Biden's firm? Do you know how we knew that to be true? Well, I got to give it to John Solomon on this one, folks. I got to give it to John Solomon. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of John Solomon, but the guy does do his research. Check this out. Roll the clip. For the FBI, there had been some documents that law enforcement had gotten through other means. And one of those documents got leaked to me, and it had a cell phone number that Hunter Biden was paid for. So I figured, oh, this is my chance. Maybe I can. I've been trying to get fair comment from Hunter Biden. So I'm going to call the cell phone. So I called the cell phone, and guess who picked up the phone? Oh, boy. Joe Biden. Joe? Joe Biden. What? Boy, was he shocked when he got, uh, when he picked up the phone and found out it was me. He hung up pretty quickly. Report was turned over from the FBI. There had been so John Solomon got the number, called the number, and Joe Biden picked up the phone. Joe Biden himself, Captain Corn Pop, the sniffer and thief, the apparent CPAP sleep machine needing sleep apnea scumbag Alzheimer's plagiarist loser. Uh, hello, John Solomon should have been like. John Solomon should have played like he was somebody else. 
Joe Biden himself picked up the globalist phone. Direct access. Unbelievable. So, ladies and gentlemen, I've never given it to him before, but let's go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the day to John Solomon for doing the, I don't know, obvious thing of calling the phone number. Unbelievable. Smarty Award of the day. Hey, man, he deserves it. (laughs) He called the number. I'd have called the number. I'd have called the number. Oh, oh. Oh, Oh, Hunter, is that you? Is that you? Is Is this Corn Pop? You ain't black if you ain't voting for me, Corn Pop. Unbelievable. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to a word from our first sponsor of the day, and then we're going to bring on the Rumble Chat. So if you are in the chat, let us know here in just a few seconds. But first sponsor of the day, Tacrite Night Vision Goggles. Boy, Tacrite Night Vision Goggles. You know what? You might need these in the near future, ladies and gentlemen, when they come after all energy, when they shut everything down. I'm telling you, it's coming. I had a long talk with producer Frankie on the phone this morning. We don't see how people just don't get it. Introducing the amazing Tacrite night vision binoculars, folks. $189. Where are you going to get ta- uh, night vision goggles that work without any kind of daylight needing to trigger them, that have the built-in camera, okay, that you can record things, built-in video capture, you can record things, waterproof, infrared illumination, SD card slot, 300 meter range, and you can see in the pitch dark as if it was daylight in over 300 meters. How many of you can say, oh, I have a pair of those for only $189? Probably nobody, unless you have these. And if you buy two, you get it for 100 and I think 69. If you buy three, I think you get it for 149. Either way, folks, it's worth the money. And if you got the Tackrite Mini Chainsaw, you know how awesome it is. These are just as awesome. Tack right night vision binoculars for all you hunters out there, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out today. It's super simple. There it is right there. Not a toy. Look at it. It's even got the reviews down at the bottom. Lightweight and really cool. Impressive for the price. Great night vision goggles. Frequently asked questions too. TackRightLFATV.com. That is TackRightLFATV.com. And my favorite sponsor, not our longest sponsor, but my favorite, Field of Greens. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen, to keep your mind, body, and soul all together in one mean green globalist fighting machine, as Mike Crispy likes to say, then look no further than your Field of Greens. If you're looking for energy, if you're looking for focus, if you're looking for weight loss, if you're looking for hair regrowth, if you're looking for getting rid of your dry skin, if you're looking to get rid of your psoriasis, if you're looking to have your fingernails start growing in more fully again, if you're looking for just complete health, then why wouldn't you put in your body what God intended you? to put in your body organic fruits and vegetables and for all you people out there who are diabetic and can't have uh sugar guess what we've got the raw which is stevia so there are plenty kinds here for everybody fieldofgreens.com from brickhouse nutrition field of greens if it's your first order ladies and gentlemen guess what 15 percent off by using promo code lfa All right, let's get back to it. 4,000 people watching here on Live from America today. If you are not subscribed to LFA TV, please do so now. Subscribe to us. Share out our channel because this is the news of the future. Another January 6th prisoner admits that he is Antifa and got FBI briefings. Can you believe it? This is the second one now. The second one. Unbelievable. Let's get into this story. It's a long story, but I'll try to get it through as quick as I possibly can. All right? This is incredible. He goes by the name, this uh, Antifa member who, get, who got FBI briefings. This is him right here. This is a picture of him right here. This is just, The more we expose, the better this is going to be in the end, folks. This is him right here, okay? Straight up admitting, Barry disclosed... His name's Barry Ramey, by the way. Barry Ramey. Barry Ramey. Oh, no, Barry Ramey's the guy that exposed it. I'm sorry. Barry Ramey's the guy that exposed it. Barry Ramey disclosed that another Antifa activist who was arrested following his violent actions on January 6, 2021, Kenyon, beat out a window and assaulted police officers with a table leg with a screw sticking out of the end of it. Here's what Barry Ramey said. This was approximately about three months ago. We got a message from the outside that one of the people 
that were being detained with and had been detained with at other facilities by the name of Josiah Kenyon. That is J-O-S-I-A-H-K-E-N-Y-A-N. Now, Josiah Kenyon is the Antifa member. Barry Ramey uh, was the guy who outed him, okay? That his debriefing with the FBI was recently made public. At that time, in his debriefing, it came out that he had told the FBI agents while being investigated in an interview that he had said he was a pro-communist Antifa member. He hated Trump and he went to January 6th for some petty nefarious reasons. And those reasons were to be intentionally a provocateur in hoping to entice other Trump supporters to charge police and get shot and killed. Those were his Words verbatim. And there was a copy of Josiah Kenyon's statement to the FBI when he was arrested for his violent actions. Can we bring this up on the screen? Let me, uh, hold on one second here, folks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enlarge this so everybody can see it. There you go. Perfect. He told agents that he hated Trump and that he was at the Capitol on January 6th because he was, quote, trying to raise the violence level. He claimed to be a communist and that he wanted law enforcement to shoot the Trumpers all down. He admitted to striking an officer with a table leg, first in the knee, again in the foot. His idea was to have the Trumpers charge the police, in which he, uh, in which would in turn cause the officers to start shooting the rioters, which is exactly what happened. Kenyon explained to the agents that in January of 2021, he was depressed and really unbalanced. But I want you to read what Barry Ramey says here. Okay, can we put there? Perfect. Barry Ramey, we we fellow January 6th prisoners, asked him a bunch of questions and he began to answer them. He did confirm that he told the FBI that he said he was loosely affiliated with Antifa. He drove up to the Capitol from Alabama where he was staying with his mother. He met the day before on January 5th with an individual that was curating three charter buses. Remember, we had a video of the charter buses on that day, on January 6th. He said he had a meeting with somebody who was curating three charter buses with approximately a total of 100 people from all over the country that were, ve- that were there for the similar reason he was. It was all a setup. And these people, this uh, Josiah Kenyon was getting him and other people in his Antifa organization were getting regular debriefings from the FBI leading up to, during, and after the January 6th event. And now you wonder why Nancy Pelosi hid all this for so long. Folks, share this video. Share this video. Because we're getting to the bottom of everything. Unbelievable. Now, speaking of the corrupt FBI, we've all been talking about defunding the FBI. Idaho, uh, the Idaho GOP said, hold my beer. And they unanimously just passed a resolution calling for the complete abolition of the FBI until it is 100% reformed. Wow. The complete abolition of the FBI until it can get absolutely and completely reformed. How many of you agree with this? How many of you agree with this? I do. And you know what's funny? is we've got all of this news coming out on LFA TV and people refuse to leave Facebook to come to Rumble to watch this. People refuse to leave their, 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 their Twitters and their, and, their, and their YouTubes to come to Rumble because this is where they get truth and, it's, and it's, it's incredible how many people don't care about it. But do you support the complete abolition of the FDI until they can be completely reformed? I do. A hundred percent. Let's scroll up here and read some of this. The Idaho... Republican Party has unanimously passed a resolution calling for the abolition of the corrupt government agency if it cannot be reformed. The resolution states that the FBI has a long history of misconduct, including abuse of power, entrapment, and other unconstitutional actions that violate the rights of Americans. And recent revelations have shown that the FBI has engaged in a government overreach, including the use of politically motivated investigations, illegally surveillance, 
uh, illegal surveillance and the targeting of political opponents. According to a report from the Idaho Tribune, the resolution passed unanimously by 216 Republican representatives. Huge. Can we get every state to do this? Can we get every state GOP to do this? I think we can. I think we can. Big, big shout out to Idaho for that. Now let's come back east. Okay, I know we jump all over the country, but this is called Live from America. This is huge news. Are you ready for this? You guys know about the two men who were both charged with subway killings, right? One man um, was a former military man. The other was a man who was protecting his girlfriend and others. The man who was a military member was a white man. This guy who was protecting his wife and others happened to be a black man. Now, both of them got arrested and, uh, uh, for the same thing. Both of them were held on the same charge. And I told you that whatever happens in this case here, with this young man here, whom did the right thing, by the way, whatever happened to him would be huge because that means that it would also be, have an impact on the, uh, the other case. This one here, though, Jordan Williams, let's get into this. It was determined today that he acted in self-defense in the killing of De Victor Quadraego on a New York City subway. And Jordan Williams was unjustly arrested for manslaughter and possession of an illegal weapon after he stabbed Quadraego with a knife after he began chokeholding him, or after he began choking both Williams and his girlfriend on the subway. And he acted in self-defense. The only difference in this case and the case of Daniel Perry. Now, if you don't know who Daniel Perry is, if you're new to everything that's going on, Daniel Perry is the former military man who's also charged with murder. Now, the only difference is, is that the guy that I just told you about didn't chokehold the man, uh, I mean, he was actually getting, uh, his wife and him were physically being attacked. On the other case, this man's case, other members of the subway were being physically attacked. Not this man himself, but he still helped and saved others. And ladies and gentlemen, this might be a huge, huge thing. Yes, his name is, is it Penny or, did I say Perry? What did I say? Did I say Penny or Perry? It's Penny, my bad. Daniel Penny. Did I say, I didn't, I don't know if I said Penny or Perry. Someone said I said Perry. Daniel Penny. So on the very same day that Jordan Williams was rightfully freed, Daniel Penny was arraigned on manslaughter charges. New York declined to give any charges to Jordan Williams, but they're charging Daniel Penny with manslaughter. You can't have both. You can't have your cake and eat it too, state of New York. So now somebody said this was a very different situation. Krista said a very different situation. I don't think so. I don't think so. The only difference is that Jordan Williams says he was actually getting attacked himself and so was his girlfriend. But guess what? In the case of Daniel Penny, other people around were getting attacked too. And they were being threatened physically and verbally. I have a feeling that because of Jordan Williams and his case and New York not charging him, I have a feeling Daniel Penny will get off on that. That's what I think. I have a feeling that Daniel Penny will get off on that. Jay Law says, I just ordered my TacRite binoculars for my birthday. Can't wait to get it. Is it your birthday? When's your birthday? Today? If it is, you know we got to sing it. Beanery, you got it right. It's because he's a salty American. And I told you, they were going to take it easy on Jordan Williams, who I support 100%, by the way, and Daniel Penny was going to get the book thrown at him. But I said, whatever they do to Jordan Williams, by a court of law, they're going to have to do to Daniel Penny. Now, I don't believe the first court will be just. I think the first court will actually convict Daniel Penny. But I think Daniel Penny will win on federal appeals court because (laughs) can't have your cake and eat it too. Just unbelievable. Lesson learned, stay off New York subways. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's see. Can everybody refresh real quick? Let's refresh and let's see how many likes we have. We, I'm showing 1,190 rumbles. What are you showing? Refresh the video 
and tell me what you're showing. I'd like to see the range of different likes that we're, we, we're always shooting for like 1500 live likes. That means we've got nine minutes for you guys to press that like button. Nine minutes. Okay. Jeremy, I hope your feelings are right. Well, thank you. I hope they are too. I hope they are too. Thunder in Indiana losing internet connection. Well, better stay focused. Better stay, better stay prepared. Anyway, speaking of New York, while we're talking about New York, let's stay with uh, New York 8th uh, grade Eric Adams. Because remember when 8th grade Eric Adams said that he requested that you let these illegals live in your home? Remember that? Well, he didn't get many takers. He did not get thousands of people calling his office saying, we'll take the illegals. So what is he doing now? He's saying, okay, now he's going to house the illegal border crossers in the State University of New York. New York City is running out of places to house illegal aliens. Of course they are. Mayor, Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams now wants to place them in dorms at the State University of New York. Boy, watch the rape cases go up. But a majority of New Yorkers are opposed to the idea. I would, I would assume so. Even students are balking at the idea which seems a little strange. Aren't liberal college students usually the first ones to say, no one is illegal? So what's the problem? I'll tell you what the problem is. The world is starting to see the problems of letting illegal aliens run this country. Everybody's starting to see the problems now. And while more forest fires are happening and, they're put, and more derailments are happening, the train derailments are happening that's, infect, that's, uh, that's poisoning the ground and the water, the smoke that's happening is poisoning the air, and they're flushing illegals in military-aged men, and they're, give, and, they're, and they're taking over hotels, they're taking over universities, and they're going to take over your homes. If anybody knows Star Wars, it's going to be an execute Order 66, and all is going to happen all at once. They're taking this country because we're sitting back and letting it happen. These people are now going to be in the state-run universities. So if you've got a child in the State University of New York, maybe you want to get them out. Maybe, just maybe, you want to get them out. And another thing you might want to start doing in upstate New York, New Jersey, and all that area, New York City is getting an enviro cleanse. I'm telling you, they're polluting the air and the, and the water and the ground so they can push you out of rural areas because the government wants 30% of the United States of America in federal hands by 2035. By 2035, the United States of America government wants 30% of this country under federal, under federal, uh, federal watch, under federal control. You know how much 30% of this country is? It's bigger than most countries on the planet. Better get yourself an EnviroCleanse, folks. You better prepare. We talk about it all the time. Four Patriots, EnviroCleanse, all of the, Gold Co., all of these sponsors that we have are here to set you up to fight this. So if you're suffering from breathing in New York, you might want to call and order one of these and have it overnighted to you right away. $699 for one, $799 for the other one. You can make easy payments on it so you don't have to pay it all off at once. You get a free air quality with it, air test quality. I'm telling you, you're going to need it in your homes. Better not wait until it's too late. EKPure.com. That's EKPure.com. Use promo code LFA. Now, we've been telling you for quite some time what in the H-E double hockey sticks is going on in Ukraine. What is going on in Ukraine? At first, when I saw this, I thought there was a movie being made. At first, when I thought, saw this, I thought it was being a, a movie being made. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a movie being made. <laughs> it's all a clown show. Check this out. Unbelievable. I'm a pulemetic. It's all a show, folks. It's all a show. People just smoking, hanging out. Eli, this is the most boring, lame, fake war I have ever seen in my life. Now, if you look in the comment section of this, there's actually people that were there. And they're like, yeah, we don't know what they're doing. What the hell are they doing? They're filming just these people aiming at these tanks and stuff in the other side of the street. People are just sitting there watching like, what are they doing? Now, the world wants you to believe one thing. The narrative, the, geo, the, the, the globalist narrative. And I'm not in any way, shape, or form 
saying that I think that Putin is a great man. But I'm going to tell you what. The citizens of Russia seem to love Putin like we love Trump. Everywhere Putin goes, the citizens of Russia are just piling over to meet him. And he's not like a North Korean dictator where they think he's a god. He's an Orthodox Christian, uh, Russian Orthodox Christian. So why the love for Putin everywhere he goes? Check this out. This is incredible. So there you go. Everywhere this man goes, you see it. It's the same thing with Donald Trump everywhere he goes. And who is the leftist globalist telling you to hate the most? Who are the biggest threats to this world? Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin. Not Xi Jinping. Not Kim Jong-un. No, none of them. Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump. They are the ones that are going to destroy this world, says the left. So anything the left tells me, I believe the opposite. I don't know about you. Look, I'm not saying I'm a Putin sympathist or a Putin uh, empathizer or anything. I'm just telling you it's really weird that every time I see anything to do with that man, and I understand they run media there as well, but it just looks weird to me. It looks like the same effect. Ladies and gentlemen, some more good news here before we wrap up the show today. Breaking news. Do we have, uh, I think we've got our, our little, Eli made an incredible I think I've lost it. No, I didn't. There it is right there. Eli made this incredible breaking news thing. So we've got to use it more often than not. Ladies and gentlemen, we got breaking news. Let's go ahead and do it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Producer Eli. Based. Anyway, breaking news. Supreme Court has rejected affirmative action. It's over with, folks. No more affirmative action. They have rejected affirmative action race-based college admissions. In a majority decision, six to three, the United States Supreme Court struck down race-based admissions at universities, declaring it a violation of the Equal Protection Clause. Duh. The conservative justices led by John Roberts with a majority, but Justice Sonia Sotomayor, an Obama loser, wrote the dissent in the Harvard case and was joined by who? Justices Elena Kagan and who else? Katanji Brown-Jackson, who can't even tell you what a woman is. Say bye-bye to affirmative action, ladies and gentlemen. Got those dumb-dumbs, Katanji Brown-Jackson and Kagan and Sotomayor always just holding it out. Bye-bye, affirmative action. You don't get things just because you're black. Doesn't work that way anymore. Although I don't think black people are ones uh, any longer um, benefiting from it. I think, it's, uh, I think it's illegal aliens coming from the South. Now, one more video I wanted to show you before Mike Crispy, Unafraid, comes up next. And that's the nice things that Donald Trump said about RFK Jr. And which turn made RFK Jr. say, you know what? I'm proud that Donald Trump likes me. I think that was cool. My dad died and we took this train ride from, you know, this seven and a half hour train ride that was supposed to be George McGovern, who was aligned with my father on all these issues. Instead, the vast majority of them were supporting George Wallace. And, you know, there, my father was able to harness these populist energies. In the last day of his life, he won the most rural state in this country, South Dakota, and the most urban. He was able to bridge the divide among people who would otherwise be Republican, but wanted somebody who was common sense, who was able to appeal to their idealism, who was able to find the hero in each of them, who was able to get them to transcend narrow self-interest and see themselves as part of a community and part of this you know, incredible American adventure in, in modeling self-governance for the rest of the world. And so I'm proud that President Trump likes me even though I don't agree with him on most of his issues. I'm, because I don't want to alienate people. I want to bring people together. Amen. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with saying that? And you know what else he said this weekend? Something that blew my mind. About guns? He said, guns aren't the problem. We used to take guns to school when I was a kid. They weren't shooting everybody then. Maybe a little bit of growth for RFK. He sure is better than Ron DeSantis. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being here. Make sure that you support LFA by going to jeremyharrell.com or lfatv.us. Become a donor to the show. We need this truth now more than ever. We need this truth now more than ever.
Big shout out to David for his birthday. We said we sang happy birthday to him this morning. We love him. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I hope you guys go over and watch Mike Crispy Unafraid next. His shows are always amazing. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel. I love you. Peace.